Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Shut the Funk Up podcast. I am the well-fed boy, and as always, I am joined by... Jay Lit the Kid, what it do? We are yelling and screaming over here right before the red light goes on. We are yelling about Benny, but we won't talk about why. It's just a gives. It's a good... That was a good warm-up for us. I felt like you started it at the most... At the perfect... Right when we were on our way up to the almost peaking, <laughs> and you knew that's when we got to go. We're going to ride the energy. Ben is a good starting, yeah. st- a good starter pack. The He's, starter pack meme of starting uh, to get a good podcast he, rhythm would be like Ben. Well, he's a good, you know, he's a good warm up coach. He's a good infield coach. He's gonna hit you some good ground balls. You know oh what I mean? He's gonna, throw, he's gonna throw you some good PP. Okay. He's a good. He's, he's we're, gonna, hey, we're rounding out the scouting team now. St. <laughs> Thomas Aquinas, you are my lowly level guy that goes <laughs> yes, out. Yep. I am now the big boss, and now I'm bringing with me. The, the, the disgruntled first base coach, yes, Benny. Yeah, it, it's ninety degrees out. He's Who's in seen the parka. It all. He's in the parka, and he is not saying a goddamn word. Yeah, Benny's a good warm up uh, coach for us. Like he he's up there throwing us BPs just right down the middle, and we're finding our swing. And nothing I feel like will ever be good enough. We could always be we yeah. could always be playing better, Ben. Yes, and that's why he is he's that's why he's coaching us. It is a person. That's that's Ben. Yeah, that's it, Ben. I think that you should maybe get out of the, the 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 beer game, and I think that there's a future there's, for you down in uh, warming up pods down in Little Havana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so how's everybody doing out there? We got episode sixty one in there now. Is this one Roger Maris? This is Roger this one's Maris. Roger Maris. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh. We uh. We're excited to be here. We had a uh, Easter weekend, bud. Uh, did you Did you celebrate? We had the rare Passover and Easter mm-hmm. same weekend. Oh, is that does do those do those lined up every like uh, uh, when Mer- Mercury's in retrograde? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's gotta be yes. Mercury is in retrograde, and that's why it lined up. I don't know. I don't think it normally falls like I don't rarely on the same time. Maybe I don't know. Uh, Rabbi Dreff. Uh, let me know about that. I was that. just about to say, I was like, I can already hear Dreffin's Him yelling. fucking... Yeah, yeah. I He's can yelling all, from Jackson, yeah, Mississippi. Yeah, it's like, it's, take it easy on us, kid. Take yeah, it easy. Yeah, take it easy. Uh, <laughs> we did a Seder at the house on Friday night at the parents' house. Okay. Um, we turned the page Saturday. Uh-huh. And then Sunday did a little Easter thing over at the in-laws. Nice. Good family. Uh, just, you know, celebratory weekend. Now, do... Does your wife's does your wife and her side of the family still uh, go to church? Yes. Oh, okay. They I, I kind of figured because the the kids, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sunday morning, apparently, you know, nice and early. That's game time. Always an early start. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like eight or so. They go to the nine o'clock mass. Is that what you're Maybe saying? Maybe eight o'clock. Oh, they go the. Maybe eight o'clock. The eight o'clock mass was always the Spanish speaking mass for when I was a well, altar boy. Ain't nothing changed, baby. Because they 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 yeah, they there was always they got that one out of the way first. Yeah, um, I'm not sure at all about that. But um, you know, prepped prepped the meat, did some uh did some ribs on the grill. You were oh we we did Easter ribs. Easter ribs, Sweet. as you Somebody, know. Did you, as you were know, they rabbit ribs? As you know, after he rose they they went to a picnic and ribs were served. Uh yes yes yes, yes that yeah. does that checks out yes yeah that's exactly so that's what, what happened. What, that's but what I, I think was... they were Easter bunny ribs I think and they were the ribs of a rabbit yes they yeah. were 
And, you know, just as they did back in the day when it occurred, we played dominoes. Uh, that checks out as well. Yep. yep. From my studies of going to a Catholic school, 18 years of my life, checks out. And just did some pool stuff. Yep. Yes. So, yeah. You know, well, did, we did so as the Roman You baptized thing. a little bit. Yeah. You yeah, know? You can say that. That checks out as well. See? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what about you? We did you, a little uh, Easter dinner thing, too, here. Um, me and Ashley were in charge. We took care of Biz. Uh, we did a little surf and turf. She is just <clears> the uh, maybe top three on my list of people I'd want on my on my on my shoulder for for just, top ten uh, meat days. for just like meat days. Mm -hmm. Any cooking situation, I would love to go into battle with. Her. Apps, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if her record got, is yeah, is, yeah. If you've got a party or something, and get and not only will it will she. Uh, well, is she good at it? She's an easy recruiter. She's She'll be happy to do it. Oh, yeah. I would definitely say, if you have the opportunity, maybe invite her to your Super Bowl party just for what's coming in hand. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, yeah. she's great, too, but whatever she's bringing with her, you're going to be crowding that baseline. You could tell her don't bring anything, and she will still bring over a charcuterie board. Yes, like handcrafted. Yep. Yeah, she's like that. Yeah, so we did surf and turf. We did uh, fillets and um, we did shrimps. Uh, we did shrimps. We were gonna do a shrimp three way, but we decided to just do shrimp two way. And we did chimichurri shrimp on half of them, and the other half we did your basic garlic uh, mm. butter. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really, really good with a little risotto, a little side of risotto. Yeah, we did the roasted carrots because of obviously the Easter bunny. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh -huh. That checks out. Yep. And then uh, we polished it off with... Dad has now... Within the last, I would say, three years, my dad has now put his foot down where he needs a salad at every meal. He needs a salad at every meal. Just when I thought Chris Benson would, would take a left, he hangs a right. Yeah. I don't know why, but you know, but it's one of those things that we just give him. And he also... We'll just be like, let me make a, make this out, and he does make a good salad. Oh, then then he cuts off just like a hundred yeah, vegetables. An uncontested salad maker. I yeah. want one of those at my dinner party. Yeah, so so he's always like, I got salad, you know, and he's chopping up fresh lettuce. He loves to do a, like a, a pear thing in there, some type of fruit. Chris, I'm with you on this. Yeah. So and then yeah, so we had uh, we had Papa Chris's uh, salad. Sick. And then a little strawberry shortcake for uh, for dessert. Yeah. We didn't do dessert. Strawberry shortcake, which this is not. Uh, oh no, we ate a shit ton of chocolate. Because uh, we had an egg, we had an egg hunt too. Uh, yes, okay. For just you guys, just the grown ass adults. Oh, I love that. Yeah, cat, cat, and Cody loved we to, had do to do that do, shit. I love that. And so it was. Did everyone me, have Easter baskets when they showed up? Uh, Publix bag. So yes. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I got a golden egg, and I won a very small uh, drone. Bro. Like I said, Bro, I know how to do Easter. Dog, that's, yeah, that's, you know what I'm I saying. I got the golden egg. Good Apparently, for you. that's different. I dude, that that's you got a little drone ski. That is also not like I think literally every year that we do Easter, if it's not Cat and Cody, uh, uh, Ellie's mom does. She she will go hide all the eggs yeah. for us because we have not produced any grandchildren yet. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Oh yeah. The the little the, the little uh, the little bunny rabbits are coming. Yes, and mm -hmm. you know they still like to party with us. So why not? Yeah, well, you guys need us more than we need you. Yes, <laughs> yes, please. But uh, yeah, I. But what I was say was, I learned uh, that they. I think it was just recently. Um, 
uh, either voted upon or changed. Uh, but I think I think it was this year, and it was from uh, my my brother in law said that the official dessert of Florida is strawberry shortcake, which kind of blew my mind. I thought it would be key lime pie. First, whoa, whoa. thank you, what? thank you for that, thank you for just throwing that out there because that's clearly a better even uh, candidate to run. But Who else has got key lime when, pie? when was this voted upon? Uh, it, 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 I, I don't know. You can look it up. You know, I, I've, I, I've I been getting rolled. I've been getting, I get, I've been getting just, you know, I pay taxes. I want to, I want to say on this. Yeah. I can't, I, it, it irked me when he, when he told us and I was like, how is it not key lime pie? Like what other 49 is, states are, has key lime pie? That's us. Is it such a South Florida thing that I'm like missing? I don't ever, you don't see that on dessert. You don't see it on dessert menus anywhere. I mean, it's definitely like also like a Tampa, like Cuban. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I was I was surprised by it. Yeah, I was surprised by strawberry shortcake. No, I think that that's and a I didn't total. Like that. I think it should be. I think it should be key lime pie. It should be. Part of me wants to fight because you know I'm a member of CA Chocoholics Anonymous. Yes, that I could somehow throw another whirling dervish of a dessert in there, but I don't have one. But I want chocolate on my dessert. I'm a big chocolate guy. Well, ha- well, let's 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 meet in the middle on th- this way. We we both want it to be uh, key lime pie, but there are so many more amazing chocolate desserts and just other desserts that are will be that would be before strawberry shortcake. It's it's yes, that is a thousand percent true. Right? Uh, it's got to be key lime pie. It's got to be. I think be. that if I run, I'll make that part of my political platform along with yes. serving alcohol before yes. twelve at yes. gas stations. Yes, and and the aliens revealing the aliens. That too. Um, yeah. So that was surprising. Yes, yeah, so we had a little we had a little strawberry shortcake. Nice. Um, at the end, it was nice. We had I had everybody over here. Official dessert. Yes, didn't even know, but yeah, and I had everybody over here. It was a good time. Nice. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, oh, there was, uh, there was one other thing too that I wanted to tell you that I can't remember, uh, if I had mentioned it on last week's, uh, podcast, I, I went to the darkness show. No. Okay. All right. Yes. I didn't think I did. And I was thinking about it. I was like, why didn't I bring that up? Why do you keep so many things from me? I don't know. My head is just like, it's filled, it's filled full of everything. And it's filled full, of, it's filled full of nothing, you know, at the same time. Okay. Um, tell me about the Secret Darkness show. That so you the to. Darkness, you know the band, right? Yeah. Yeah. I went to, uh, it was on Wednesday, last Wednesday. And That's why it's at the, fucking Wednesday. Yeah. At, and it was at the Culture Room and it was awesome. Damn. They were at the Culture Room? Yeah. They played the Culture Room. It was so much fun. Like... They're the, like the one song that everybody knows. I believe in a thing called love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all their songs are that. They're you know they're kind of like Spinal Tap. They're kind of like you know that band that doesn't take themselves so serious, and they're and they're like a seventies style type band. Yeah, they got and that they retro just, sound for sure. Yeah, and they all just dress that way, and they just have that sound, and like they're fully in it. Well, kudos to them. It was great. I yeah? had so much fun. Yeah, there was not one slow song, no ballads. They were just like. Hard rock to the fullest. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So I want to give a quick shout out to the darkness. They listen. They were really really good. Yeah, I, t- I well I actually yeah I talked to them there and there and I was like hey I got this podcast and they're like you're you're the welfare boy we listen to it all the time and I was yeah. like oh cool yeah perfect but um yeah they were really really good and the opening band was really good too uh, and I just want to give them a quick shout out and for any of the. 
um, same genre, also a little punky uh, listeners uh, out there that like that type of those those type of genres. It was a trio of women, and they were called the Dead Dead, and they were really good the too. Dead Dead. The Dead Dead. They were really good too. What like hard rock or what? It was the same type of like you know yeah hard rock like l- yeah, like the dark same motif. Stuff. Yeah, like there were a couple things that like they had little changes that were a little punky, but for the most part, it, yeah, it was hard cool. rock. And it was like three chicks fucking doing it. It was really good. Yeah, dope. So yeah, I just want to give them a quick shout out as well. I'm slowly getting back into the show thing. Yeah, it's time. I'm like now, like everything I see, if it's close, I'm going. I said, fuck it. You're just living that different life. Yeah. Wednesday night, yeah. school night. Working from home. Yeah. I, have to worry, like, I know I won't have to work, worry about anything on Thursday. I could like kind of roll out of bed, just turn my fucking, you know, my laptop on and not have to like, you know, get dressed and shower and shit and, you know, drive. and. I want that. Yeah. I'm not trying to, I was not trying to rub it in at all there. No, but it, it, it did. I know. It, I, it, it felt, I, I self-marinated. I okay. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean that. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, those two bands in that show. It was really, really good, good stuff. And Culture Room, really good. They sounded awesome. Sick. Yeah. So let's open up the Janet's Closet. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's step into the rage cage, if you will. Yeah, let's step into the rage cage. Rage I don't, Against the Machine. Uh, talk to me. I already know. but um, I know you know, but we need to, I think... Is there anything that stood out or something stupid? No, I think just we have to continue to give praise where praise is due you know this is the segment where we review the the peacock from last week rage against against the machine for both of us is very important sound mm-hmm. um and someone that we definitely rock out to yes um you know they're just truly one of a kind at the time when they came about it was a super interesting time in music the 90s are always one where i'm i'm there's so many different, um, you know, areas of music coming together and, you know, fusion and different sounds and stuff coming together from, you know, that bridge gap from the 60s, 70s, 80s kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and 90s always felt like that stopgap where th- music kind of changed. And there's such a weird intersection right in the middle there. Yeah. And this is that weird intersection of, a, of sounds yes. that have like only could have been created at that specific time. And if you create it outside of it, it kind of doesn't work. And yeah, and, and I don't even know if you could say that a band has duplicated what they did since them, which is tough to put something out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's well because because also too they are like kind of like we were saying like with the sound and the merging and like the perfect storm of like the '90s. Uh, it's just one of those bands, one of those sounds where. If you did sound like them, you're just going to constantly be compared to them, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that probably is a problem for anyone that sounds like the first of something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's something you just have to overcome. Well, no, like, I don't think it's like the first of anything because like, you know, you've got EDM music now and like hip hop music and like any type of like, you know, that where like in the beginning, like, but it's sustained and it's, you know, it's evolved and like, yeah, you, you're always going to have people that sound like people, but it's, it's kind of, like you said, it's that perfect storm of like, if you didn't make it in that window or, or if you did, like, it just stays in that window and you're just going to be compared to rage. Like, yeah. cause it didn't really evolve. Yeah. And that is definitely, I think one of their flaws is that if there is any, is that they went so hard and they, did something in a certain way 
like constantly on mm. all their music. And I felt like at a certain point they just expelled all that energy. Very and, political too. That's and awesome. it, it, it got to a point where it just could not continue. Yeah. Which is foreshadowing for what is going to be discussed later. Yes. But they were such a streaking comet through the sky that there isn't a way to sustainably duplicate that over a long period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well Rage Against the well Machine put. is certainly someone, if they're not in your arsenal, you need to go out, start at the beginning, go through all of it, understand it, Check fucking them out. just rock out. Yeah, yep, yep. Um, before, uh, before we find out what we learned this week, I want to just do a quick update. Because we are the we are the news for you on certain things. When we when one of us you know dives into a story or something, we we always make sure we we update you and giving you the end. And we have put we have put the bow and we know the ending now to the Mac Miller uh, death, mm-hmm. and it is official. The drug dealer got eleven years. 11 years. Yeah, yesterday, he was sentenced. We knew that he was guilty. He was found guilty. Yep. He, he kind of spilled the beans on some other people, but he got 11 years yesterday. How do we feel about that? I think that's justice. I think that's justice. I think that's right in that, you know, you're not going to get out in a couple years, but if, we're not going to, you're not going to spend the entire rest of your life behind. Right. Us. You know, because, you know, you, you, you kind of, you kind of, you know, killed Mac Miller, but you, you kind of didn't because he he had to take it. And did you know it was in it? So I think eleven years is justice. I I will say. Yeah, I don't. We don't have the wigs on, but mm-hmm. I think um, I think we could bang the gavel on that one. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I would love to know <laughs> what you learned this week. Because so, I mean, I don't even know if you can follow up last week's. So everyone loved it. I actually, we're going to stay. Good job. Let's do a quick. Thank you. For Jordan's last week's. Thank what you. did you learn this week? If you're listening now and you have actually, you didn't listen to last week's. I, 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 it is the, what did you, Jordan's, what did you learn last week's segment is literally that good where I, I implore you to go back and listen to whatever the first 15 minutes of the pod. And then you can leave it after. I don't even care. No, stay a little bit longer. Stay longer. We would love you to stay longer. Warm. But yeah. Water's warm. Stay yeah. a little bit. Um, so we're going to stay in the same vein because I wanted to actually build off of the whole construct of, of what I learned last week. And what I learned this week is um, in this article what's called Five Crime Fails Almost Too Funny to Be True. Okay. <laughs> so and I, there's like four like quick little ones. But basically um, the first one is this guy, Michael Anthony Fuller. These are people that like committed crime, but they fucked up on it? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my man's went into a Walmart, 53 years, three years old. Uh, he bought a vacuum cleaner and a microwave. Okay. $476. Okay. So um, he tried to use a million dollar note from Monopoly, and he wanted change for $999,000. $524. Okay. <laughs> now, he was promptly, they promptly called and arrested him. Uh, and he had a bond of $97,000. Okay. That's, that's it. That's, so. Tried to pay f- with a million dollar uh, note from Monopoly for that and got arrested. What is he thinking? I don't know. Like. He's a fucking idiot. 
You know what is kind of like crazy too? That wait, because like he tried to do, like I don't know if you have like the all of the uh, the the stats and details there, but he tried to pay in in Walmart before they let him purchase it or whatever. Just called the cops. Yeah, I, f- I maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me being whatever. I feel like that's a little harsh. Don't you just say like, hey? Don't you just kind of like say, hey, bud. This yeah. is Monopoly money. Like, take a hike. That's what I would like. Think. Why would we like? We gotta call the cops now. He's now he's in, like. I don't know the rest of the, the details. Guy is an idiot. I'm just going with what I got here. Okay, that I feel like that was a little harsh. All right, in 2016, my guy Donald. Donnie. He was uh, he was suspected of vandalism and and burning down a building. Okay, and the 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 police put out a, a picture of his mugshot on on Facebook, and basically. He he texted them. He's like, that picture looks terrible. Here, use this photo. And then they were able to figure out where he was, and they went and got him. <laughs> He's just like, yo, this I look picture, like, sh- yeah, because you know he was like, I, first of all, I'm gonna get away with this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. He was like, and not only does he have so much like, what's the word like bravado or whatever the whatever you want to call it. To think, like, I'm actually going to fucking text someone. You put up a better one of me. They'll probably post that one, too. Yeah. And they just looked in the background. They can see, like, the back of his house number. Yeah. It's like he <laughs> took a picture in front of his, the street corner he was on. The pins still, like, connected into, like, the metadata of it. So they just, like, looked and saw yes, where it was. Exactly. <laughs> Donnie. <laughs> Donnie. Uh, in 2015, check out this name. Christopher Wallace. A 24-year-old from, from Maine was on the run from for Biggie. stealing, like, cooking equipment. Um, he had been basically keeping away from the cops for a couple weeks, and he got cocky. And he went back to his house and was posting on, on Snapchat. With the, sh- with the gear. With, I don't know, just on Snapchat uh, chat at his house. And, the, and, and someone told the cops, and then they just went and got him. I mean, this is easy stuff, guys. This is easy. This is easy for these cops in Maine. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this one is a good one. Uh, this guy was working for a bank, and he was st- and he stole about five thousand dollars from okay. the bank, like over a okay, couple. First of all, idiot. Yeah. Like, like no one ever that has ever worked for a bank has ever gotten away with taking money. And if you're going to, you take like a like millions of dollars and disappear. Not. Not five thousand dollars over a three month period. Thank you. So, then um, he was reported. So he went on the on the run and moved to Phoenix. Well, you know he was a he was a fugitive at that point. But Mm, my man's my man's wanted to be a dispatcher. Where? At the local police department. Stop. When he went to when he when he sent the application in, saw the warrant. Boom, got him, dude. You're 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 applying for the place that's looking for you. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. That that you want to get caught. You want to get caught. No, this last one's a doozy, and I feel like this is a movie for sure. You know, hold on. I, before we move on, <laughs> I just this just popped into my head, and I feel like what's that? What's that? What's that guy's name? Do you have it? Um, Alberto. Saavedra Lopez. Alberto, I feel like Alberto was like he we went to Phoenix and he's like, Alright, I'm on the run, I'm on the Phoenix. All right, they don't know I'm here, but I wanna know if they've got tabs on me. 
Got it. Dispatch. I'll I'll join. I'll be a dispatcher, and then I'll be able to hear everything that comes in. Yeah. And I can hear them if they, and if they bring up my name, I'll know, and then I can dip. Yeah. Is that? I feel like that's what he was thinking. It's got to be something like that, right? Because so he's up, like, I'm under, I'm, sur- I'm surveilling them. Yeah. Or just like, no, they won't look it up, and then the first thing they do is look it up. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't be a police officer if you like if you have a bunch of fucked you up can't stuff work in your any history. but you can't work anywhere for that matter even if it's it's like yo because your name gets put into a system look I, and then there's an employee a few number cooks that I worked with that probably got a couple bodies on them okay? yeah but they were on the that's table different yeah but that you know that's different you know like this is working at a police station like it's God. The- he Alberto definitely was like I'm gonna surveil them. Well, I got another one. For All right, go. This is the last one. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bala, a Polish author, wrote a crime novel in 2003, which quickly became a bestseller. Oh, what's the name? Do we have it? Uh, Check that one out. Um, no. Let me guess. It's a self. It's an autobiography so, of, of his crime. However, <laughs> the police noted that the details of 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 the murder in the book were eerily similar. To an unsolved case that they had. He's like, I've got a great story. Let me write it. So they look into it, of course. And he he knew the victim. Last person to see him alive. And sold him the mobile phone that he had when he was dead. He was charged with 25 years. I think that's my favorite one. Yeah. I think that's my favorite like guy. The, the slow sell, like self snitch. That's well. They uh, all through they, a book. They all they all are slowly uh, uh, self snitching in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You know whether how quickly it's happening. Yeah, yeah. But they are. They all are all self snitching. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that last one's my favorite. Yeah, but those were just some of the ones that uh, that I could find. Like again, I feel like him. I, I feel like Mister Bala. I think he's like. You know, he's gotten away with this thing and it's a really good story, but he doesn't have anyone to tell it to mm. because, you know, he doesn't want to incriminate himself. Of course. And he goes, hold on. I'll like, write a book. The and then everybody right can off. hear it and no one will suspect. How could they? How could they? I'm a, I'm a famous. I like how I like how well it did, too. Yeah, it was a bad Because if it didn't do well, probably still would have never got caught, right? Uh, I think that's the double-edged sword that you live I by. Think he, I think the story of the crime was so good. Yeah. That. Like, you couldn't have made it up. You got a good 25 on that, Mr. Bala. That one hurts. Just a full quarter. You know he's just enjoying like, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, yo, New York Times bestseller, worth it, dude. So, 2003, <laughs> right? So, he's got a he's got another probably like 10 years left or something at worth this point. Worth it. Probably not even, probably even less than that. In Poland, he's writing books in there. Oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's listening to other prisoners, listening to their stories. He's writing stories about them. Listen to this podcast right now, loving it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that is so good. I, yeah, I love the last one. So yeah, those were just some other stupid ass criminals that I thought were pretty funny. Uh, Alex, what did you learn this week? Okay, what I learned this week um, is it, it may have been really obvious, and it's, and it's kind of stupid, but. It kind of mini blew my mind was one, I didn't know that there was a third Olsen uh, sibling. There's the twins and there's a third one. 
this I'm I'm recently uh, that was recent news to me as well. And I didn't know that she's a, the most famous actress of of the trio, and she's the chick in the Marvel movies that plays. I don't I don't know the name of it, but yes. you know what I'm talking about. Correct. To and all she's that. in the new one with Doctor Strange or whatever. Haven't seen it. There's a new one coming yeah. out with Doctor Strange, or whatever. Like the, some, another multiverse thing. Don't get me started on these movies. There, I can't keep up with these multiverses. I'm dude. done. There's too I, many I multiverses. What's going on? You're just, I feel like they're just making shit up now. And, was, and we're just supposed to watch it. It was great. Does it make sense? It was great when like Spider-Man came out when we were like in high school. Cause it was like, okay, one every couple years. This is dope. It's like 10 a year now. It's 10 a year. And I, and they're not I, hitting. And they're yeah. Not hitting. Well, they're no, all, they're, they're not putting too many out. So there's not, they're not quality. Yeah. Cause I heard about this Morbius one. It's not good. I haven't watched like any of them recently. I watched Venom 2 on the new TV, and I wish I would have just rammed my head into the new TV. Yeah, I like the first one, the second one. Yeah. Well, even though how much do we do we love uh, Woody Harrelson was like, the only cool part. Venom of it. and Carnage were like two of my favorite you characters. You loved Yeah. Yeah. That was my shit. But yeah, so Elizabeth Olsen is the the third uh, uh, sibling in this trio, and she's actually the best actress. And she's like, yeah, in the Marvel movies, and she's in a ton of other shit. And I had no idea. The first, it was a it was only not that long ago, six months or less, and I was squinting like at the TV, Ooh. and I think Wifey was looking at me, and she goes, "What?" And I go, "Who is that?" And then she goes, "That's the older Olsen." That's uh, sister. I, and I had a similar thing of when I, I, my dad was the one, it was actually, I was sitting there with my mom and my dad and my dad was the one that, uh, did like, well, they got a third one, you know, they've got a third, there's not just, there's, they, they've got a third one. And I didn't even know yet that it was like, you know, the other ones, the two the, sisters are the twins are like recluses kind of. Right? Yeah. 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 They've got a whole bunch of stuff going on, I think. But my dad's like, no, there's a third one. I was like, oh, and then my mom, like, she was like in the kitchen. She's like, what? What was that? And like, we told her and she was like, and my mom was like, the one was like, yeah, it's Elizabeth Olsen. She's like the really famous actress. And I was like, oh, really? Like, damn, I didn't even know this. Damn. She's like, like, what do you mean she's a good actress? And then while this is going on, then that pops up on the screen of our TV is the commercial for this new Marvel movie. And then my dad goes, that's her. And then like, I look at Perfect. him like, and then I look at him like, that looks exactly like an Olsen. Yep. You as soon because that's what I think she saw me looking at. Like, yeah, this motherfucker looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a weird one, but like, it kind of made me blew my mind, and I'm like weirdly happy that you know, because I thought the Olsen twins were just like your typical uh, uh, childhood ch child actors, actresses. It's got to definitely. I don't know if she was a child actor or I don't actress, think, but uh, um, it must. She probably must have felt like she dodged a bullet. And like now she's she's blooming now, and I feel like I'm happy for her. You don't hear anything about the other the Olsen twins, really. At least I don't. But I also am not in that. Well, I always love world. And I always love the actors or actresses or celebrities or like musicians, whoever that are a brother or a sibling of somebody uh, or a sister of somebody or whatever. And um, you didn't know it because they just humbly did it. You know, like when the brother or the sister is like more famous than you or, yeah. or were more famous. Yeah. I always love the like knowing like finally like, oh, like yeah. Cooper Manning's probably the most like well adjusted of all the man. Like the. Yeah, yes. Right. You know what I mean? Because yes. he just wasn't in that life. Or, yeah. Like, couldn't be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think Macaulay Culkin's like brothers is like doing like 
fairly well now. And like Macaulay hasn't done shit since Home Alone. I feel like he's actually been in a couple movies really recently. Macaulay? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I, I think he I think he married some hot chick too. I mean he should I mean he should still be reaping the benefits. This I think I think he just looks like a wet dog to me. He, he, I remember he was in a band like he might still be in the band and I think the band Is, is there any other Macaulays that you know of? No. That's the only Macaulay. You can't really take it after that because then you're just like then, then you're just doing like like now you just sound like Rage Against the Machine, you know? Like Fuck. Good. nice. But uh um what were we talking about? I forget. I don't know. I forget what you asked me. But it's Macaulay uh, Culkin? Yeah. Oh oh yeah, he was in a band and I wanna say the band's name was either like Pizza Time or pizza delivery it was pizza something or maybe it was just pizza and um they they all of their songs were about pizza and it was like this like little indie band in like new york or something and like people loved it is it the, you pi- look- the pizza underground yeah is that the name of the band yeah the pizza <laughs> and and all of their all of their songs were about pizza like everything was pizza and people loved it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. It was an interesting little like, little thing. How long ago did they have a date on it? Like how long ago? They started the band. Uh, the years active are 2013 through 18. Yeah, like that. Like 2013, like 15 hit, and I can always remember like being online, like these blogs and then like websites that I frequent and reading about how like Macaulay Culkin's like this pizza band was just like people were just packing the shows out for this stupid culty corny pizza thing i love that it is i was i was i was like this is kind of cool macaulay culkin said i'm gonna do a pizza band and sing a pizza why not like fuck i'm using my fame for that like that's why i like i love that or he just made enough money as a kid that it doesn't fucking matter what he does and he's just like i can do whatever i want maybe was that it too i think it was called the pizza underground and then they kind of like they were kind of like the velvet underground Maybe. I think that's what it was. It was like, they're called the Pizza Underground, and they kind of like were a... I think they did cover songs of Velvet Underground songs, but it, it, but pizza... Related. Yeah. Or adjacent. Yeah, like they just switched out words, and they were, it was about pizza instead. Love that. It was like a, the Weird Al version, like pizza style of Velvet Underground songs, and they were called the Pizza Underground. Wow. Check that out. I will. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, right. let's get into the kink test. Kink, so, Kink list, excuse me. So a couple episodes ago, I told you that, um, you know, one of my kinks was just a, just a, a barren wasteland of an airport. Right. Right? <laughs> yes. And so I thought that I should come up with a, a list of my other, other uh, sexual preferences. And I have a list here. And, and I'm going to ask you... These are you, sexual kinks. These are sexual kinks, but I want you to tell me whether if, if these uh, get you off too, I guess. Heard. Okay. Heard. Um, an efficient, non-crowded Publix run where you start on one side and end on the other without having to go back. Oh, I love that. Yes. That gets you going? It, it, it get it gets me going and it nothing pisses me off more when I have to go back to the fucking produce section because I forgot 
you know, a pepper. And it's all the way on the other side. Yeah. Like, and I have to walk back the line. I have to walk past the line of checkouts and grab the one stupid thing. I, it, 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 it really, it, it pisses me off more than like, it really gets me off. Okay. Yeah. Noted. I love okay. that. I love okay. that. Um, when you are, you're coming up to a red light and you, you're, you're coasting knowing that you're hoping that the light's going to change before you have to hit the brake and it goes and and it goes green and you don't have to hit the brakes and you can coast right into an acceleration oh my god you're leaving everybody in the dust yes leaving everybody in the dust you're the smartest person at that at that red light yes yeah there's nothing yeah there's a guy in the right lane you're in the left lane no one's there see ya you're just coasting it goes green and then you're just your Vin Diesel off the, and it, off, and, the and, off the line, and it's a very it's and it's a very scary like couple of moments there when you're getting up to the line, Jordan, and it's not turning yet because if you have to hit that brake, mm. oh man, do are you a chump? Yeah, no, oh, there's nothing worse at oh. that point. It's the, you hit the brake and then because you know as, as soon as you hit the brake, just what you had before online gambling, you know? Yeah, and because you, you know as soon as you hit the brake. Guess what? You're a pussy. It's going green then. Yeah. And then now, because you hit the brake, now that person's now the person decided you saw it. Now he's gonna speed up past you to let you know you're a chump. Total chump. Yep. Oh, I'm with you. Good, 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 good first two. All right. Uh the next one, you buy a dynamite pair of slacks. Just based on the size. <laughs> did you just delocate me? I did a little bit. <laughs> you buy a dynamite pair of slacks. What's he say in this? idiot what's he say or yeah. what's he call him i was wearing this yeah it's exactly what he says it was a chocolate shake or something it was like or... a, yeah it was a shake all over like dynamite pair of slacks uh. all right so you buy a pair of slacks uh just based on the size you go home you don't try them on mm. they fit perfectly yo i dude because it's not it be, as men it's not because we like uh don't want to like go to the, the dressing room and like try them on it's that's not why we don't try on pants it's because we literally just don't want to try pants on that and being forced with the the um having to deal with the consequences of something not fitting the emotional like the like the, on, all your, that. on yourself everything yeah, yeah. All that. It's just like we'd rather do that at home. It's exactly Jordan is, is has hit it on the nose. It is like a total man move. Maybe we should start like that. Maybe that maybe that'll be a new segment. Man moves, and we just we if the label says what we think we are because we so we don't really even know what we are. We think we're that number. It could. We be. know we're around that number. Plus that, two, minus two. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're around the number. So, and we and we just and we bring it home and we, and we figure it out then. No, then you try it on in front of the mirror in your room. You're <laughs> looking at the mirror. It's not going the way you want it to, and you look at yourself and you just say, "You fat piece of shit." <laughs> Do you when you put on uh, slacks or um, pants or jeans or, or shorts when you put them on? Do you do button first then zipper or zipper then button? I'm zipper then button. I'm zipper first You're then an button. Absolute psycho. You always you gotta go button first, secure the perimeter, then take it up. I like to do zipper first because I feel like it takes a little bit of tension off of the button. Mm. And then if I need to, I will finish the zipper. Usually I have to finish the zipper. Mm, okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. I, I want to know. I want to know that out there. Like, I think that's a funny, little funny, interesting question, uh, uh, guys and gals out there, because it could be different for both. 
Uh, call in or text us 305-741-3671 and let us know, do you zipper first or button first? I think most of our listeners will go with me you think and so? they will go button. Yours makes more sense. Okay. Okay. I, that, I think yours makes more sense. Thank you for conceding that because I was worried that you're one of these QAnon no. zips always come first before the button people. <laughs> no, I think. So you know you're weird. Uh, well, I, it just kind of popped into my head and then I wanted to ask you it. And I did because I didn't know. And then, but when you said what you did and the reasons why, it made way more sense. Okay. To do it that way. Yes. Okay. And All I right. might be coming to the other side. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the next one is just a really um, like cool, usually a bar or location t shirt of somewhere super local. Wait, what is it? I'm sorry. I kind of what what, what what about it? What is, All right, so buying when it. Someone, I'm sorry. When someone's wearing oh, okay, a okay. super like local establishment that like you 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 like know is also legit. Um, is it like like a fat cat shirt? Like if it's on a fat cat shirt in like, Fort Lauderdale? No. Oh. I'm saying like in another city. Like, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah. Yeah, in Fort Lauderdale, like no, but like, like anywhere. If you have that QD quarter, quarter zip on that you got that you're rocking right now, looks dynamite. If I see you up in Connecticut with that thing on, Ba-bum. I automatically know like you're my boy. You got the Braves hat on. We're grabbing a drink ski. Yeah, that person that whoever's wearing that, you're having a full-on 15-minute conversation about said establishment. Yes. And both of you are getting off. You're both getting off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have to be good at this Because even if, you, if you, if you're the one wearing it or if you see someone else wearing it, you're both. getting off either way, right? Both, pe- both guys are getting off right Don't you want to see me get off? Yeah, I do. That's why you wore the QD uh, quarter quarter mm-hmm. quarter zip. Um, you don't have to be good at this one, but a, a, just a good weed whacking. Oh yeah. There's, when you don't have to when you when you when you when you go down the line or around a tree and you just look back and, and you don't have to like go back to it. You can see you didn't you didn't you didn't like it's called my dad. We called it burning the grass mm. when you went too low. Mm. With the weed whacker, you go too low on the weed whacker, then you kind of burn the grass because like the grass is now yellow because it's like the stuff closest to like the root of it. So yeah, when you go around a tree or you go down a fence line, you look back and you didn't burn anything and, and, then you, and you didn't miss. There's no like wild hairs. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 the best feeling to me. See, I'll I'll take that even a step further. Uh, I don't even I, I could get off just waving that thing indiscriminately across the yard. With no true precision required, I'll just whack anything. Oh, oh yeah, you get. Oh, if you get under like a bush that's got like some good hangover, oh, and you're yeah. not gonna get like under in there because you don't want to fuck up your back, and you kind of just shove the whacker in there and you yep. get after it. Oh, oh. Yeah, I could shove a whacker in. Oh, anywhere. I just got off right there. Perfect. Um, this is obvious. I think this is a universal one. Uh, I get off whenever um, a door is closing. And you barely catch it, or when you just pop that hand right before an elevator is about to close. Yes, and the door ba- opens. I back stopped up. doing the elevator thing, though. I agree Remember, with did that. Did I tell you that story? No. When I was last time I was in Vegas, um, I did that, and I popped my foot in, and uh, opened and he opened, and I got back in, and I was like, and I and I was and I was and I got off. You got off. I got off, and mm-hmm. I and I and there was a woman in there, and I, and I was like, whoo, I'm off. Like I, I was close, and she was like, 
yo, I had a friend that uh, did that actually, and the door never opened back up, and his foot was wedged in there, and uh, the door, uh, the elevator went down with his whole entire ankle. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't, I don't do the uh, the I elevator agree. thing anymore. Ever since that woman told me that, uh, and she told me she was like, the guy has no fucking ankle anymore. Like it, yeah. ri- it ripped off. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. I was like, okay, n- never again. Alex will never again do elevator stuff. All right, guys, you hear that? was the that? last time I got off. I go in a lot of elevators, too. Yeah. So I should probably not do that. Yes. But whenever I do, I get off. <laughs> yeah, baby. Okay. Um, I think, I mean, this one is an obvious one, but a good poop, no wipe needed. Oh, my God. Ghost shits. Ghost shits. Best. Are, I think. I think both male, female. Uh, trans days there's they can all agree there's nothing better and here's a secret even sub kink to that kink when you're flushing and you think that you're gonna clog the toilet but then it doesn't oh yes oh yeah that's a that's that's there's a certain a certain group of people get off to that you you had a big one you wiped a little bit more than you usually do and you're that you're sitting there wiping you're like I think I might have, I should have probably flushed a couple wipes ago. Yeah. And then you you wipe, you stand up and you wipe, you stand up and you flush and you look and if successfully goes all the way down, doesn't come up again and has no, to like nothing. Fill. Yeah. It's real nice. Yeah. It's really really nice. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now this one is going to come with a little bit of I would I would if I was like, you know, a <laughs> capitalist and I had like tons of money, I would be show, I wouldn't be investing in like pharmaceutical companies that like, "Hey, you take this pill every week, you have ghost shits." Like no wipes. Wow. That's an invention that I would be like heavily heavily be looking into. Rich people would all do that. Yeah, the toilet paper business would be lobbying against me at every single turn. They'd murder you probably. That's mm-hmm. a movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cover up. Mm-hmm. Big Charmin. Yep, Big. Char- that's the name of it. Big Charmin. There like, you go. Big Big Sharma. Big Sharma. Big Sharma. <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. You if you want to play a specific role in Big Sharma, send in who your role would be. Uh, character Are we Sharma name, Bros? And a and a and a, and a bio three oh five seven four one thirty six seventy one. Oh my god, it's funny. Okay, uh, this is a bit controversial, and maybe it's an actual kink, but sometimes just a good dog paw to the dick. A what? A what? A, what? a, good, a good dog paw. What do you mean? When one of them just jumps up and paws you right in the dick. You like that? Or when other when it happens to other people? No, I'm that's a no go. That's a no. I don't like a dog paw on my dick? Yeah, when someone jumps up and hits someone in the balls, it's great. When a dog or if I do? No, if a dog jumps up to 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 jump at you and paws you right in the dick. Oh, cuz it's a funny Yes. Oh, okay. Not when it happens to me. To other people, hilarious. Anytime they get hit in the dick, it's it's, it's I get off. Yeah. Yes. Anybody specifically get a dog paw. The the dog paw because it's it's they didn't mean it and it's it's coming from such an innocent place. That's yes. All of those factors so, combined. Um, this one is an obvious one, um, but when the gas pumps at zero. Oh uh, yeah. Especially when you're not even trying. Yes. Because when you're actively trying, it's very difficult. I don't like it when people, I don't, you know, because everyone, I think most people play the game of like, try to stop it at zero, zero. I think most people play that game, but I don't like it 
you like to me like the way I do it is I I try to stop it at zero zero, but whatever it stops at is what is what I'm cashing out with. I don't sit there and like and try to like keep getting if you got it closer. to nineteen dollars and ninety seven cents, you're not giving that one more go. Nope, I I I, I sit with what I, I, I that's what I, I'm sitting that. I'm lying I've made my bed and I'm lying in it. Wow. When other people like you know they like they they hit it and especially if other people hit it and then they turn to me and go yo I got on zero it's like yeah well you fucking click click like four you don't times. get five times Mm-mm. okay I can kind of stand by I your kinda, principle if, yeah but then, I'm still gonna go for it that's fine I mean I just, it's just my but own. I'll know deep down that it took me two pumps yeah yeah okay. I, I you can't I, live with that I, I I live with my failure and I do better next time I do better okay all right now I got one more um and that is just. When you have, when you see a freshly cut lawn and you can still see the wheel marks in the lawn. Yes, I always comment on it. Yes, if I'm at a friend's house or like my parents' place or something, and I see that, I love letting them know that I know that they just cut the lawn. Yes, and good for you. Yes, I mean now that we're that's both, a man thing. That's just that's, a, it's a yeah, totally. It's I just mean, like a hey, hey, salute my brother. I know you had to do some work fucking today. It's a brother in arms, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and now you know both having lawns. Yes, and taking care of lawns. A brother in lawns. Bro- we're brother in lawns. We're brother in lawns. <laughs> I have to laugh. I mean, I don't brother know. in lawns, man. Brother, brother in lawns. lawns. All right, guys. So we're also starting a landscaping company now. Brother in laws. We do everything. Brother in lawns. Now he takes care of all the backbreaking labor. Yes. And all the, yes. that stuff. Like he ain't burning those edges on the weed whacker where I would, like I said, indiscriminately. Yeah. But I will handle all the landscape architecture. I think that honestly, even though this is a hypothetical, that would actually be the dynamic. Yes. That would be most perfect for us yes i'm coming in there as the sales guy you're landscaping i'm I'm, I'm mowing yes i'm saying hey put that palm there Mm plumeria over here manuel get back to the truck alex no oh what (laughs) oh no (laughs) no okay um yeah yeah, no brother brother in lawns brother in law all right we're starting that (laughs) let's do it does that is that there are we gonna look this up is dref look this up how many brother in lawns stores are there or are, 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 uh, LLCs. landscaping LLCs are there in let's just say just the state of Florida yeah yeah I would say let's yeah gotta be yeah I love that we or thought like of amigo that and like our, it was Amigo our... and Lons you know or, or, or. <laughs> We gotta we gotta start pumping out these shirts because like what was the one that you had last week with uh, with your what did you learn this week with uh, when in doubt or the bomb it was your what did you learn this week and it was when in doubt cub it out yeah we we gotta start we gotta write these like I hope like Mike's writing these down because honestly. Uh, we're gonna get these this merch together, but we want to we want to come out with a few different things, so it's not just all like one design. And I do like creating the fake uh, company called Brother and Lawns, and like that's a T-shirt, and like we put like we put our phone number on it, and like it, it looks and reads like a real life uh, company. Okay, we're doing that, and people like you know Brother and Lawns, and we need a slogan. Where am I? Like yo, this is what's our slogan. Uh, brother in lawns. Um, I got it. You got it. Grass is thicker than water. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's it. I mean, I'm telling you guys, we don't rehearse this shit. Grass this is, is thicker than water. Grass in lawns. is thicker than I, dude. Thank you. That's hey, it. We're brothers. No one's Jeffrey. You don't need to look that up. That's 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 never been done. Yeah, that's from that's from the mind of the two the two geniuses before you. It's yours, but it's not yours. It's ours. Oh God, I would love to kiss you on the lips right now. After the show. Um. Uh, on that note, man, let's get into the Peacock. We've got Jordan again coming strong with another Peacock delivering us a Peacock. So let's get into it. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, and Alex. Hello. Um, this week's Peacock is presented to you by Peacocks and Music. Bow, bow, bow. It's the playlist on Spotify. Go check it out. Follow it. Smash. We're still on the slap. Slap that like slap button. Slap that like button. People don't yeah, forget. That's going to stay for a while. Yep. Um, slap that like button. It's got the episode, the more rec most recent episode, and whoever the Peacock is that week. We then give you a nice little uh, tight playlist of that music. So if you want to just go check it out, it's right there for you. It goes right into the next episode. Yeah, it's really cool. I love it. Yeah, nice and easy. So this week's Peacock hit is... Me, hit me, hit me. None other than the Fugees. Ooh, okay. Fujila. Let's yep. do it. Ooh, la, la, la. All right. I think we've right. been wanting to do this one for a while. Yeah. And I was I was listening to them not too long ago, and I said, they're this. They, it makes so much sense on so many different levels, and I'm going to now tell you why. So, comprised of Lauren Hill, Wyclef John, and his cousin, Praz, mm -hmm. uh, which was Praz... Prazkazrel. Prazkazrel. His, his, his government name? Yeah, that's the gov. Prazkaz? K-A-Z-Rel. K-A-Z-Rel. Prazkazrel. Prazkazrel. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I try. Um, they met actually uh, in high school. Lauren Hill and Praz met. Uh, at Columbia High School in Maplewood, New Jersey. All right, Jersey girl. Uh, basically, through through uh, through Praz, mm -hmm. uh, that's how Lauren Hill met Wyclef John. Okay. So, um, and they basically started as a group uh, in like 1990. They were called the Trans Later Crew, uh, and they actually had a band. That was the cool part about them. Before. Very, very early on. And they always had a band. Um, and it was Johnny Wise on drums, uh, T-Bass, or Ty-Bass on bass, and Leon, who was the DJ. Uh, wait, his name is Leon? Wait, what? 
Leon yeah. was the DJ. The guy uh-huh. named Leon. Um, there was a guy named T Bass, or they said Jerry. Oh, Leon, who was the? I th- yeah, Leon. Leon was the DJ. Okay. Yeah, and then you know Wyclef also played guitar as well. He does it all. And yeah, so um, you know they had. I, I tried to look for like some of those mixtapes, like pre nineteen ninety three. I couldn't like when they I, were translator. Yeah, I couldn't really cool. find much. Nothing like no, not even YouTube stuff. I, I looked on there a little. I didn't that's look on like YouTube, but that's yeah. Like it. I was looking around just mostly for like the music, yeah. but like I couldn't really find Damn. much. Um, in 1993, they signed to Roughhouse Records, uh, distributed through Columbia, uh, and this is when they changed their name to the Fugees. Okay. Now the Fugees, refugees or something, right? Yeah, the, uh, it's all based the on the refugees, but it was also at the time like a derogatory term for like a Haitian you call it a Fuji was yeah okay yeah but it's also short for the refugees um and so in 1994 they released their debut album blunted on reality blunted on reality yeah now if you listen to this album um the production and the sound surprising name from a Fuji's record if I have to say well like the overall quality and like the production I don't want to say like suboptimal, but like there was, you could tell that it was, it felt like, I don't want to say cheaply done, but very rudimentary in the way that it was uh, like put together. Maybe because there was like, uh, they had just gotten signed. Maybe that like, and ease. it was a lot more like harder hip hop verses. Okay. Uh, more than like the fusion of what they ended up turning into. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely more harder and aggressive. Um, they had a uh, song "Nappy Heads." It hit like uh, forty nine on the charts, and the album the the highest it went was sixty two. The album, the album, okay. the first album on like what R and B charts or something probably. Uh, yeah. I think on the hip hop charts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Nine, okay. Yeah. So they, it didn't sell like that many copies, and kind of like they were kind of on like the point where they didn't think they were gonna get like another album, but basically. The cool thing was is that um, they went and talked to them and they gave them like an advance of 135000 oh. and said, you guys have complete control over everything wow. for this next album. Wow. Which, I mean, as you know, is not something that a lot of no. record labels and... and not the, especially for that type of band or genre yeah. at that time. And on a beautifully rainy, windy, and overall shitty day in New Jersey... Jersey. February 13th, 1996, the Lord brought the people of the world. The score. The score. Now. Bless them up. As I was uh, talking to you a little bit, you know, earlier, and, and, and I hope this makes you melt a little on the inside. Um, the Fugees, them three, did a, a majority of the, the production on that album. Yes. And yes. which is always, it's not like required to hear that about someone but it's always it gives like, you a little couple notches it definitely pushes you up a couple notches mm-hmm. when you're that involved with you know the production mm-hmm. of of the music so and and i think it also says something that the label is allowing you to do that because they the label obviously knows that you they can do it that they too don't, they don't need yeah. to have like bring in their musicians or do like this type of thing or force like a, pr- a producer on them they probably like the label execs the A&R guys probably know you know Wyclef these guys are like that they, they can do it yeah 
I mean, at that point, it was, I think, a make or break thing. Mm -hmm. And they came through. And the singles they dropped on the album, No Woman, No Cry, you know, remix of a Bob Marley song, Ready or Not, Killing Me Softly, mm. and my personal favorite, Fuji La. Yeah, man. Good Lord. Now, those four. Jesus. Fuji La, personally, I would consider to be probably one of the greatest hip hop songs of all time. Yeah. Um, Sampled a thousand times. Sonically, I think it's as close as you can get to a perfect rap song. Uh, yeah, that's, yes. Yep, um, yep, 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 yep. Now, the album was an instant success. Um, it sold the third most albums in 1996. It ranked number one in the R&B and hip-hop uh, charts for eight weeks, becoming the longest uh, hip-hop album to be number one at the time. I do remember. Yeah, I remember. That. I had it on. I had it on CD. Yeah. Did you oh, have yeah. it? I had it. I, think I remember had it. vividly coming down to visit my aunt down in South Florida when I lived in Atlanta, and in 1990, or we had just moved to Florida actually in 1996, and that's when the album had come out. And I came down to Miami, and she showed me that album. I remember, like it yeah. was yesterday. I remember I had that album, and I played it so much in the car, and and and, and play, I remember I scratched it, and I remember I think I, it was either my sister or it was a friend, and they had it, and I smuggled it away from them because yeah. my because my, my copy was shit. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Took theirs. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> I did something like that. Um, so that that album now, and and here's some some just some numbers so you can understand the magnitude of it. But it's now seven time platinum. In America, with 22 million sales worldwide Woo! of that album, uh, best-selling. That's a lot, man. It's it was the best-selling album of a uh, best-selling uh, hip-hop album of all time when it came out, and it still remains the best-selling hip-hop album of all time. Yeah, yeah, I think I do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it won two Grammys for uh, best album and best R&B performance by a duo. Um, so. As you can see, all the accolades in the world. Um, but at this point, this is where the friction kind of uh, started becoming a problem. Okay, tell um, me, tell me, tell me. And basically, there's a, a true, uh, what, what is the Will Smith Jada thing called? An entanglement? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, entanglement. And basically, so Wyclef started dating his eventual wife at the same time that the band all moved in together. So they could be at this create, you know, this creative process and all this and that, uh, just being together. And that is also when he fell in love with Miss Lauren Hill. Yes, she now, has been one to get get the boys caught up. Yes. Now, not to put it all on Wyclef, because soon after they were doing their thing, uh, Miss Hill also starts dating uh, Rohan Marley. Okay. So. The fights continue to escalate and be a problem, and Lauren Hill gets pregnant. Yes. Now, at the time, she told Wyclef that it was his kid, up until the point that the fucking kid actually came out. Damn, that hurts. And that's when they basically found out it was Rohan's, and when that big lie was essentially exposed, that's basically when the group went to work on their solo projects. You know damn well that that kid came out because Wyclef and Lauren are on the darker side. Mm -hmm. And 
all of those Marleys are on the lighter side. Is Rohan light? I don't even know what he looks like. I mean, his father. I mean, is so. Is, I mean, is, I mean, Bob's. Uh, yeah. Bob's uh, mom was white, and he's you know Bob's like lighter. So I can only imagine that like Rohan was probably lighter too. So you know damn well that baby came out and it wasn't fucking dark, and they were like, "What's going on here?" Uh, yeah, I don't know how that was something I didn't like look into. Like how was that's the that's, lie that's me alleging. That's just me yeah, alleging. Yeah, I don't really. I didn't want to even get into that. But um, so they kind of go their own way in 1997, and not to be outdone, but Lauren goes and records uh, her debut album, "The Miseducation of Lauren Hill," which God, that's like that, that. That's like right there with the score as far as like. Oh yeah, you know, just impact. So, and and I'll let you make be the judge just based on the numbers here. Sold five hundred thousand albums first week, over twenty million records worldwide, ten Grammy nominations, winning five. I remember that Grammy. I remember she. I remember those the photo, picture. The photos. The picture. Yeah, yeah that's an iconic fo- uh, like musical photo. Not being able to hold all of her Grammys. Yeah. So she, rightfully so, she cleaned up. Yes. So, uh, which is the best selling. Uh, for a female rapper and neo soul album of all t- by a female still, of all time, still right now. Those are two big time uh, record holders right there that you just that you just uh, learned on us. Seriously, and seriously, huge. Oh yeah, yeah, and so and of course now, the f- the most frustrating part about Lauren Hill that's her only studio album. Yeah, yes, that's her only studio album. Yeah. Which, she's, she's, got a couple, she's got collabs here and there, but really nothing, honestly. No, yeah. nothing. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. So Wyclef, of course, went on to have his own massive success, uh, releasing eight albums and countless features. He's like the governor down there, the mayor, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Now, uh, a funny quick little thing. Remember how you were talking about how certain songs were meant for certain people? Okay, yeah. So uh, there was a song that was going to be given to the Fugees, and oh, it was sweet. called yeah. The Lips Don't Lie. The Lips, they were... Sp- lips Don't Lie. It, it was supposed to be given to the Fugees or for, to Wyclef. To Wyclef. To Wyclef. For Lips Don't Lie. And he passed up on it? He passed on it. Shakira said, I got it, we're putting hips on it. Correct. Wow. Damn, that's a good one. I love those. You know, I love those. That and that's one of I think it was it's one of the most streamed successful songs like in the history of the world. Really brilliant though. Or the most streamed song this millennium. There really brilliant though. And uh because one lips don't lie on that song totally work, but when sh- but to for Shakira to get it and then she obviously has like the Latin hips thing was already going and then sh- just replacing lips with hips. I mean, that's that's a that's a marriage that like definitely worked out. Yes, but I love that. That's really good, right? Yes, that's yeah. really good. Yeah, I just I thought I I read that and I was like, all right, gotta put that in mm-hmm. here. Alex is gonna love that. So Praz was not a slouch. I'm sorry. Uh, before you move on, was that? Do you remember? Or do you have it there? Is it? Why Clef wrote that song, or it was giving? No, I think it was. I don't think he wrote it because he I, he is Why Clef on it though? Is he in the background? Um, yeah. Ooh, baby, when you talk like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, so he still had a little. Yeah, but I think still, it was meant maybe for the Fugees then. Because it's because because the only reason why I'm asking that I'm stopping the national is because I'm listening to the song in my head now and it sounds like a Wyclef joint. 
a little yeah. bit. And then now I'm thinking, I'm like, wait, Wyclef's on it. So maybe, maybe Wyclef either. So maybe he tried to give it to Lauren and then Lauren. Yeah. Just, and, and then, then it and, went to Shakira. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, that's cool, probably cool. what it was. Okay. Cause she know her. She just mm. wants to turn down everything. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like I said, Praz was not a slouch either. Um, but he, you know, he's kind of the, the odd man out. He's definitely, I he's not like, a slouch. No, he's not. Yeah, I no, know. he's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. slouch. But he was always the odd man out because you know you got these other two. They're in a relationship. You know he's kind of just got to be that he's middle guy. Wheel, yeah, yeah, third wheel. But um, his first single he comes out with "Ghetto Superstar," huge with Maya huge. and ODB. Yeah. Um, but then after that, he gets he starts getting into acting. Oh, yeah, and I he was in that. a couple different Do movies. I know some stuff or no? No, nah. I mean uh, there might have been one. You know, there was one. There was one that he was. Uh, fuck, I gotta look it up. Um, but he started also making documentaries, and he got like very politically active, and he actually ran into um, like some legal trouble a couple different times about okay. like basically like getting money, funneling money from outside of the United States into like uh, oh, into no. political like uh, campaigns, like for Barack Obama. And oh shit. no! Yeah, so. Um, but anyways, so there's been, you know, multiple times that there's, you know, like almost been a reunion. Um, he was for in, so process in Mystery Men. Mystery Men. That's Mystery what it Men was. Mystery Men is kind of like one. the the one. Yeah. That that was the big one. That like got him into like acting though. But yeah, Mystery Men. Yeah, it was Mystery Men. Mm -hmm. Tony C. There you go. Don't yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Me either. Okay. Um, you know, they, 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 there was always rumors that they were going to get back together. They came back together for some, like, tours and stuff. Um, but then they actually all got on stage for, if you remember, uh, Dave Chappelle's block party. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know what? There was a lot of... It was a big deal. There was a lot of rumors. And if you actually watch the uh, the documentary, I, I'm remembering this now just so off memory. You know, everyone, she's on stage and she goes, y'all want to know where, I'm, where I've been? And oh, she's got, she does. That's and she's right. got her little kid there, and she says, "You know, I've been being a mother." That's right. Well, that's always her whole thing. That's yeah, why she's not yeah. Uh, making stuff. Which there's you can some never... other bugaboos about. But just that's the way she, she got a political yeah. whole. Yeah, she whole thing. Yeah. So, but basically, like the that next, was a big deal. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. And so there was murmurs that that's when there was going to be a reunion, and basically it came out like a year later. Praz was like, "Look, me and Wyclef are cool." Any day, any place, but Lauren, it that ain't gonna happen. She's, she's out. He there. basically just killed she's it. She's a bit on the off. She's a, she's on the fringe of off your John Rocker. Uh, she's on the fringe. Yeah, she, I'm, she's not in there, but she's. I would say she's fringe. Okay. Um, and then the last thing I just wanted to mention was this little documentary I watched on YouTube. Uh, it's called Timeless: The Making of the Fugees. The score. Uh, super cool, like 25 minutes. It's on YouTube? It's on YouTube. I'll it's check that out. The other people that did help with the production were like basically talking about, you know, they go to the basement where everything was recorded. You know, it's like a shithole basement in like yeah. New, in New Jersey. Um, super cool though, just the way they kind of went through the whole creative process. And then I looked up a couple other interviews like way back in the day. Um, just super cool shit. Fuji's. They are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yet. Did, or the, did they get in? I, was, I feel like we t they were nominated while we. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I th I don't know if they got in. Did they get in? No idea. I feel like they were on the ballot this year. Were they? Weren't they? I feel like we talked about them being nominated like the, in the last like couple of years. I don't know. I don't remember. I, think they were, I don't think they got nominated, but I think they were we'll on. Have to there. look at it. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Fuji's, um, you know, uh, Shea Sharano, the, the, the author, he always ha- he has, I think this podcast or the show called no skips. And okay. It's about show. It's about, uh, albums that just start to yeah. finish and they break them down and everything. Yeah. The score, just like Illmatic, just like so many of these other, well, very few albums, shall I say. This is one that you just put on and you let ride. Oh. It's an experience from the front to the back. It doesn't matter what type of hip hop you're into either. You will like <clears throat> it. Doesn't matter what you you'll you'll love it. It's the perfect blend of you know R and B, soul, the early hip hop, early hip hop. What hip hop was becoming. I mean, funky. It's just yeah, there's. It's, if you don't know about them, you probably do. But you need to go do a, a dig on that. Yeah, yeah, because Lauren was just she's that's and that's really kind of what like you know Jordan's like really getting into it and or trying to convey is you know why Clive is, is amazing, but that whole band really flows through Lauren because she is that talented. She is. She was that big, like she was a game changer when she came out. No women were singing and rapping like she did. They were either singing no. and or rapping. Yeah, they were and not doing both. Like it wasn't like a Faith Evans. It was like serious. Like and she wrote all her lyrics and whatnot. She's got serious bars. That's yeah. Like I would put so probably talented. Lauren Hill gets forgotten about just because there's so little true catalog out there. I would put probably her up against any other female rapper and a lot of other male rappers. Yes. Any day of the week. She could do both. She can hang. And, you know, she did like the MTV Unplugged also. Yeah, I mean, it, is, it is a shame that she, she hasn't put anything else out yet. And, and I, I, it sucks too. I, I, I've seen her a few times in live. She's just like pretty overbearing with her political views and social views and stuff and it's just like you know she, she's always she's infamously infamously late. just known to be late yeah she's like it's and it's just i didn't like, want to get into that stuff like in talking about the fujis because that was more of like a her after the Fugees. yeah but she, totally she is yeah. there's just the reason why like they're not together anymore and stuff and it's because of like all the things that she's done the way that she's acted and just like you know, it, it's a bit of a letdown from a fan's a fan's uh, point of view, but you know, we're not like we're definitely not going to sit here and like you know blame or whatever. Like she put out, um, she put out enough amazing music that like we're, we'll be all right. Well, it's it's as I mentioned earlier, kind of like that comet streaking through the sky, yeah. like Rage Against the Machine, where it was almost that they put everything they had into it, and it just might not have been sustainable to continue to think that you could still rise at that level and i'm i don't know if that pressure was even part of it but you know that's i think also one of the things that makes them even greater you know what i mean well you know it's a very good comparison to the last peacock that you did with erica badu where erica took tons of those huge breaks for her family yeah. You know, she stepped away for long periods of times for her family yeah, was... and would come back and then do an album. But she would come back. Yes. But she came back. But I don't want to like, I, I guess I don't want to just end this piece on like Alex is blaming Lauren Hill for everything. No. She took the, you know, 
the motherhood thing seriously and raising her kids and being a part of her kid's life very serious and like that is is the reason why she, you know she stepped away from music and like that's yeah. totally they had four more kids i think yeah so they have like five kids together. yes yeah. yeah she i think she still lives in jamaica too i wouldn't yeah i think she still lives in jamaica i wouldn't even doubt it but uh, we well let's transition actually actually into another uh, album here, the new Jack White. Yes, it's been I don't know if you've seen or read or whatnot. It's a it's somewhat uh, of a polarizing album. It just got released uh, last week, mm-hmm. and it's somewhat of a polarizing album within the music community. Um, there's a lot of people trashing it, a lot of people that are not happy with it. Um, so I wanted to do, uh, Alex's review of the album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, it's an incredible album. Okay. It's so a good album. I, 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 I have it good or is it incredible? It's, 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 an, it's, 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 it's a good album. Okay. But it's incredible because he's just doing his sounds just like how he always is. They're just different sounds for like rock and roll artists that are out now. There's different sounds and genres of music that he's playing on his albums that, that to me are like commendable and 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 like that like no other you know uh, rock and roll uh, artists and bands do nowadays. They just don't take that leap of faith because they just stay in their own groove. Okay. So I really it really amazes me when I read about it and I had tons of people like over the weekend that i was running to like the darkness show and stuff they were just like that album sucks i'm like i can understand if like you don't like it but it does not suck at all to me and so i don't understand that yeah and it's a narrative that is like definitely being pushed out there even jack white on his worst day is still gonna shit out something that's better than half of the gen pop out there you know what i mean so I mean the first the first song on the album the single off of the album uh, taking me back I mean through and through just absolute Jack White rocker just an absolute rocker yeah like that song in of itself should not ever tell you like this like this album like that song is a rocker that's it's just Jack White single you know solo stuff like it's a it's it, it goes hard I think actually you and I talked about it. Uh, before quickly uh, uh, for the episode how it is a total album that needs to be put on speakers. Full disclosure, I listened to it. I saw that it was a new album came out and I was listening to it at work and just could not crank it to the level I needed to crank it at. And you did the right thing. Yeah, so I I left it where it was, but I did do some previewing, but I need to like blast it on the way home, windows down, and really get a feel for it. Yeah, um, the next song, uh, you know, the one thing that's like really that I really love about this album is that it's uh, genre wise, you can see Jack has really, and he's always been one to be very expansive in his genres and like even the artists, even he's he produced like, you know, Insane Clown Posse and he gets with like rappers and stuff. So he's always been a very like open minded artist. But I think this album the coolest thing about it is all of the genres that he's willing to take a stab at. And the song white Raven, uh, has this whole cool, like EDM vibe to it. And it's not an EDM song. Like Jack's not, there's not a drum machine on it. There's still like a, a band behind it, but he's got this deep, 
you know, guttural bass on it that's very driving, very EDM-esque. Very cool song. Very, very good song. Okay. Um, and then the next song uh, that I want to talk about, too, is he does he has a song on there with Q-Tip. I remember that Great one. song. Mm-hmm. Great song. Again, just uh, like not even really hip hoppy, but no, it wasn't. the way that he, you know, the way that he uh, arranges it and composes it, it works for Q-Tip because yeah. he, he, he can do anything, anything. but it works for Q-Tip and it's a very interesting and creative song on both of those artists' parts, I think. Hmm. Like it's the it's like the Q-tip song that he does, and I think that's the only one on the album that he has a. Uh, that's the only feature a, I believe. A collab on it, yes. Yep. So the uh, the Q-tip song is, is is really great. My favorite song off the album is called, and and I, and I won't probably pr- uh, pronounce this correctly. It's called Esophobia. Okay. Eosophobia, and it's this brilliant dubby type of it starts off super dubby and then it has a change in it where it starts to go punk rocky and he speeds it up and then he goes back you know how like when those punk bands would would, would switch in between oh, dub yeah. and punk oh yeah it's like that but with jacks with with jack spin on it of course so and it's like my favorite one on there it's really cool really interesting and again just like totally creative for an artist like jack white to like say not only am i going to do this but like i'm gonna make it sound good okay yeah eosophobia that's my favorite one off of there Uh, a couple other tracks i want to talk about though is is in the twilight again this goes back to uh the taking me back the single off of the album the first track in the twilight just a Jack White rocker through and through, man. Just rock fest. It's just through and, th- and it's good. It's really good. He's got his like, he's got his like low end, you know, bassy type of guitar that he always has. That 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 you know that fuzz that he puts on it, mm-hmm. and it's just a Jack White rocker, start to finish. I don't know how anyone can say that one fucking goes, man. Yeah, like it's it's a it's a great song. And then the last one that I want to uh, touch on, because almost every single one of Jack White's albums, solo, raconteurs, white stripes, whatever he does, he always has, I don't know if you if you ever noticed, but he always has a track on there. Where is, it, he, is it a Shriek song? No, it's, oh. a, it's a track where he always does the play on words rhyming thing. It's a lyrical thing that he does. And he will take, it usually uses it in his choruses, and he has... A play on words that also has a rhyming thing like, you know, icky thump and things like that where it just is catchy and clever and it's a lyric. It's a lyric based Jack White song and uh, it's called what the uh, what's the trick and uh, it's that's the song that's on this album. That's like he does this rhyming thing and he makes you think and it's clever and it's like poppy and it hops and it's like bubble gummy on the beat but it's also has the jack white rock in the background so it's not like too corny hmm. and so i love the album and i'm not saying um, i'm and i'm trying not to say it or sound like i biased because obviously i love jack white of course but i think we're both objective enough to to 
like someone and be like that shit. Uh, th- thank, uh, th- thank you. That's what I was just about to like. I think I think you know me enough that it, if it was, I would say it was. Sh- I would say it was trash. I actually think that you would be saying it's trash more than most people. Yes, because most some people would still think something is good, and you'd be a harsher critic on that. I think so too. So I think if you're giving it the uh, the old gold star, then yeah, it's probably going to be a good album. So if you're a fan of Jack, um, or if you've been reading about it and it's like kind of turned you off and you, and you said, oh, I'll put on the back burner because that's another thing I've talked to a lot of like my friends and stuff about because everyone knows that, you know, my brother, you know, was in the Raconteurs with Jack White. So they know that like I have that affinity and I have that connection with them. But in the people that I talk to when that, when they ask me about it or when I ask them about it and they say, oh, I haven't even listened to it yet. And I think it's because it's getting like these stupid weird reviews, and I and I just urge you to take take that uh, take that little frying pan off the back burner and put it on put it on the main one. Bring in, bring in, bring it forward mm-hmm. and check it out. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna uh, take a look at it uh, at the proper levels. Yes, and, uh, and I'll get back to you on all that. It's a good. Uh, it's especially we'll a good, clean that up next week. It's especially a good. Like car one, yeah, it's a good one. Like most of his you're music in the car. is great car music. You got a good thirty minutes or twenty five minutes. You need to go somewhere for like you know, for work or lunch, or you're driving to your in laws' house, and you don't have the baby in the back, or you do. Put that on. It, it's a good car. Good highway music. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, just very quickly, also, um, there was a statement released. It was actually pretty clever. It was a website that you clicked on. And it took you to what looked like someone's computer screen with just one single file. Oh, like a desktop one, one, or like a desktop. Some, you're looking at there, with, okay. And it's just one single folder. And you click on the folder, and it was basically just a two sentence. It was like from, you know, like uh, when Donald Trump at one point was uh, got kicked off Twitter and Facebook, and he had from the desk of Donald Trump. Yes. Like just, and he would make proclamations, and it right. would just be that signed by him. Mm-hmm. And so our man's. Um, has has come out of the abyss and it seems like he is active. Am I going to be excited? And Kendrick Lamar Ooh. has said that he will be dropping an album in about uh, three weeks. Let's go. Yeah, he gave the name of the album and he said... Um, the guy uh, is the best in the game right now. I don't care what anyone says. It's uh, you yeah. Can, you can name whoever you want. I'm talking about right now. Current artists. We're not talking about Nas. We're not talking about Jay Z. Kendrick Lamar right now to me is the best rapper alive. And um, I'm gonna have to. God, I got to think about that. I, I might have to agree with you. I might have to agree with you. Jay Cole's. You know he's up there. You know and stuff like that. He doesn't um, have. He doesn't have the. To the, me, he doesn't have it though. To me, Eminem is no. slowly fading off of like he's now to me in like that he's Nas Jay Z. Like he's great. He's just over there now. He's not like a current artist. No. I, no, no, no. To me, current rap artists alive. Uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Bar None, the last his last three are are no skips. They're no skips. Absolutely not. Um, and the good thing about him, what I love about him is they always seem to go. This has basically always been the formula. Where oh, what? What, you, what you is just, it? You don't know that he is yeah, doing anything. You know he, what? He's he seems you know inactive, and then he kind of comes back on the radar, and it's. Because he he has something for us. I, I like that you brought that up because that um, that makes me think of how I'd much rather 
I, ra- I like those type of releases or those type of announcements and news from you know my favorite bands and artists when I don't know. Well, usually because you're you know. thinking about it. You're thinking you know. about it in, in that time period. When you're thinking and you're waiting for something to happen, something or like you're looking forward to something, that time for, always seems longer. You know what I mean? Well, usually they'll tell you, like, oh, Kendrick Lamar, he's going to be releasing a song in the summer of 2022. Like, they'll tell you that, you know, last year. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. And so it's, like, kind of back there. Whereas I bet he's probably going to release this album the next month, I bet. Yeah, it's like the early just tells middle you, of May. He put a date on it. It's mm-hmm. like the 13th it's or in May. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, it's in like three weeks. He said, and basically it just ended with, unless you're hearing it from me, it's not true. And just signed off right there. Yeah, so the Players Tribune type shit. Thought that was a total boss move. Um, oh, that's exciting. Very much looking forward to that because every time he comes, he comes correct. Comes so correct. And um, that's just a win for all of us. That's exciting. So, but he, so he just teased it. Didn't give us anything to listen. Just teased. I'll, I'll show you the article. Okay. But it's no. it's as it is as short and to the point as could he's possibly not, be. He's really not even a, a you know a song teaser guy either. He's just like he drops it and then he lets you pick the single. Correct. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Or, or yeah, or just have. They'll wait it. a month and then whichever one's doing the best. Yeah, again, that goes back to what we were saying. That's another like you know that's the thing. A lot of the. You know, labels do where they drop a single, they'll drop two singles. Shit, they'll even drop three singles sometime and then come out the album. So it's like you know it's coming. Oh yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So that's gonna be uh we're gonna definitely be on the lookout for that. All right, we um, are officially on uh uh Lamar Watch. Kendrick Lock Kendrick Watch? Kendrick Watch or Lamar Watch? Um, I think I like Lamar Butterfly Watch. I like I like Kung Fu Kenny. That's actually one of my favorite names. Kung Fu Kenny Watch. We are officially on Kung Fu Kenny Watch. There it's the go. countdown begins. Let's go. Right now. Um, guys, that's episode 61. Um, uh, always fun to do it. Um, we, we've been getting a lot of feedback from you guys. We love it. Um, we'll, uh, the voicemails were fun last week. Uh, we actually, uh, I, th- I believe Jordan in the middle of this episode, uh, was already contacting the graphic designer about making the brother in lawn shirts. I know we've been saying it for a long time. Bear with us. Trust me, it's uh, you know, it's it's a small, it's a small little like, you know, brain that we've got uh going. We'll get here. this up and running. Yeah, we're gonna get this up and running. We're gonna get some merch going for you guys, uh, because uh you guys are such loyal supporters. So we thank you and we love you. And uh we will see you next week. See ya.